Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? you come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. All right, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Thanks for joining us on this podcast, Eagles on the Hill. Search for us on YouTube and hit the subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner so you'll be up to date with all that we're doing here. You can also follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us as we follow Jesus together and draw strength from him to fly like an eagle. Today, we're going to take a look at uh, the words of Jesus, particular words of Jesus that I believe may be, if not are, the most misinterpreted words of Jesus in the whole of the Bible. And if you looked at the title of the podcast, you saw those words there, judge not, judge not. What do those words mean and how are they misinterpreted today? They are used today by both Christians and non-Christians alike. It's some of the favorite words of Jesus uh, in the mouths of non-Christians, but also of Christians to say, judge not. And so uh, how does that play out in our lives? Well, we're told we need to be tolerant. That's the word for the day. And of course, the word tolerance, we should do another podcast on that. The word tolerance no longer means what it used to mean. It used to mean tolerating behavior we disagreed with or tolerating speech we disagreed with. Now it means we have to agree with speech we disagree with. We have to approve of speech we disagree with. That's a whole other story. But we're told, let's say we, we have a, a Christian brother or sister who's posting things on social media, and those things are very detrimental, uh, very accusatory, very negative, and we want to go to that Christian brother or sister and say, you know, I don't know if we should be doing that. I don't think that looks good. Well, we're told, you know what? Don't judge. And there you go. We're forced to be quiet. And we wonder, somehow I think we should be able to encourage one another, admonish one another, especially within the family of God. And yet, I don't know how I do that if I don't judge. How does that work? So let's look at the passage from Matthew chapter 7. This is where Jesus says these words, and we'll see what happens from there. Jesus says in Matthew 7, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why is it that you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So there it is, Matthew 7, 1, do not judge. And with that, all judgment is shut down. Tolerance, well, not the true tolerance, but modern-day tolerance, acceptance, approval of everything comes to the fore. We're not allowed to say anything about anybody who does anything. Is that what Jesus means? Does Jesus really mean that we can't admonish a brother or sister in Christ when they're doing something wrong? Let's take a look. Even at these words, look at verse 5. We just read it. Jesus says, you hypocrite. Oh my goodness, that sounds like a judgment. Doesn't that sound like a judgment to you? Or what about verse 6? Right after this, Jesus says, do not give to the dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. Now, my goodness, he's calling people pigs. That sounds like a judgment. Surely, if Jesus meant 
that we could not even admonish a brother or sister in Christ, he would not be calling someone else a pig. So what, what is going on here? Or how about a little bit later in Matthew chapter 23? Woe, here comes the word hypocrite again. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. And then a little bit later, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. It certainly sounds like Jesus is judging. It certainly sounds like Jesus is calling someone out for their behavior. So what does Jesus mean we should be doing and shouldn't be doing? I want to let you know about a resource, a couple of resources today that I think are important for us in our Christian lives. And the first one is breakpoint.org. And I may have talked about this before. I'm sure I'll talk about it again. It's an important Christian resource. Breakpoint, breakpoint.org produces a two-minute podcast, also comes out in written form if you want to get it via email each day about some aspect of life from a biblical perspective. Couple of uh, a week or two ago, I read one of their little two-minute articles, and it was advertising, talking about, encouraging a book by Alyssa Childers called uh, "You Live Your Truth and Other Lies." Live your truth and other lies, and it goes. This book goes through a lot of different uh, sayings today, like "Do not judge," and says, "How are these sayings used in a way that is unbiblical?" Like, "Live your truth." How is that? That's all around us, but it's certainly wrong. So this is what Alyssa says about Jesus' uh, judge not passage here, and I thought it was instructive, so I'll just read it to you here. Just after saying judge not, Jesus lets his audience know that when they judge, they should be very careful to make sure their judgment is not hypocritical. So this is what Jesus is driving at. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Jesus instructs in verse 5. In other words, don't point out a sin in your brother or sister's life before you confront the bigger sin in your own. The whole point is to help your brother or sister take the speck out of their eye, which requires you to judge that it's in there. If there is still any confusion, just a few verses later, Jesus tells us to recognize wolves or false teachers by their fruit. Again, this requires us to judge whether these teachers are speaking truth or deception. Then in the Gospel of John, Chapter 7, verse 24, Jesus couldn't say it any more plainly. He directs his listeners not to judge by appearances, but to judge with right judgment. So there you have Alyssa Childers' view of that. I fully agree with what she's saying, that Jesus is telling us a few things about judgment. First of all, don't judge in a hypocritical way. In other words, if you're calling somebody else out, like I said before about social media, then expect to be called out yourself. In fact, first look at yourself. First, look at how what you're doing, and then look at what someone else is doing. I'll give another example of that with recent podcasts here on Eagles on the Hill. I did a couple of podcasts back during Pride Month on the issue of pride. The first podcast I did was looking at myself, looking at how the sin of pride is evidenced and manifested in my life and even manifests itself in a greater way during Pride Month, and how I needed to call myself to humility, that I, during Pride Month, was sinning with my own pride. Then the next podcast I did on Pride Month talked about others in our culture and how they lead us down the wrong path as well. I think that illustrates what Jesus was saying here about first looking at yourself, taking the log out of your own eye so you can take the speck out of someone else's eye. Be more concerned about the log in our own eye 
rather than the speck in someone else's eye. It is always a temptation to look at somebody else and say, wow, look at them. Look at what they're doing. I fall to that temptation. I'm sure you do. But Jesus is calling us here to not fall to that, to rather say, oh, I'm seeing something that someone else does. Hmm. I wonder how I do that. I wonder if I manifest that particular sin in an even worse way. So that's what Jesus is calling us to here. He's also calling us overall, as he talks about this whole judging issue, to not judge people's hearts, to not judge people's motivations, but rather to judge outward appearance, outward things that people are doing. In other words, not to, be, not to say things like, well, this person did this, and I know why they did that. I know what motivated them to do that. Well, do you? Do I? Do I really know what's even in my own heart? The prophet Jeremiah says the human heart is deceitful above all things. Who can understand it? And so I don't even know sometimes, a lot of times, why I do what I do, let alone all the factors that make up why someone else does what they do. So don't judge someone else's heart. That's part of the issue that Jesus talks about here. Martin Luther talks about that as he explains various commandments. He says we should speak well of others. We should defend others. We should explain things in the kindest way. Rather than judging in a negative way what's in their hearts, try to speak well of others, defend them, explain what's in their hearts in the kindest way. That is a challenge for me. I got to tell you, all of God's commands are a challenge. I hope you understand it's a challenge for you too. And an encouragement to us to continue to send our roots down deep into the Word of God so that we can grow in faith so that we can grow not only in our trust in Jesus, but in our sanctification, in the ways in which we follow Jesus and live like him, so that when others see us, they see Jesus. Another resource, just to close out here, that I'd like to share with you is a, a website called gotquestions.org. Got, not God, but got, G-O-T, gotquestions.org. Now, this is a, along with Breakpoint, and other resources that we share here. These are all human resources. Don't agree with everything in there. They're written by sinners. There's not like Scripture, where God's hand is at work. The Holy Spirit inspired their writers. The Holy Spirit has not inspired Breakpoint. The Holy Spirit has not inspired gotquestions.org either. However, the website gotquestions.org answers a lot of questions that Christians have, and including uh, this question, what does it mean in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, when Jesus says, do not judge? And it has a whole lengthy article about that, and I'll reference that for you, encourage you if you'd like to look at it. You can uh, search for it at gotquestions.org. says some pretty good things along the lines of what I've been saying here in this podcast about what it means to judge not. So our encouragement to one another is to not judge hypocritically, right? to first look at the log in our own eye. When we see something in someone else, to turn immediately around and look at ourselves and say, how does that appear in my life? To not judge someone else's heart and motivations, not judge what we can't see. But the encouragement, the example of Jesus, is truly there to indeed judge others' outward actions. Not in a uh, judgmental, so to speak, way or hypocritical way, but to encourage, especially brothers and sisters in Christ, to be following Jesus. Well, to be good witnesses for Jesus in our lives. And I pray that you would encourage me in that way and that I could encourage you also. So that's what we got. There's lots more to be said about Judge Not, but that's what we got for today. I want to encourage you to continue to explore what Jesus means by that.
want to encourage you to email us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. That's all one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, underscores, just eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.org. Uh, let us know, uh, gmail.com, sorry. Uh, let, us, <laughs> let us know what you're uh, thinking uh, about this topic or other topics, things you'd like us to explore, other sayings of Jesus that you might say, what does Jesus mean by that? Let us know what you'd like us to talk about here at Eagles on the Hill, and we'll try to get it up in the queue for the podcast. Follow us as we talked about on uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We want to make sure as we get together each time that we are encouraging one another to trust in the Lord, to hope in the Lord because the promise of Scripture is clear. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will fly on wings like eagles. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today.